it is time for the biggest, the best, the baddest preview show on the planet by a sports podcast with my boy Dylan. Hey, what's up? Or sorry, the Bias Sports Podcast with my boy, the Dylan Timmons. The and, uh, Dylan Timmons. This weekend, the Ohio State Buckeyes are taking on that team up North State in Columbus, 12 o'clock, ABC. I'm going. You're going. We're going. Game day's people. going. Game day's going. It's going to be, what you say, a lit time in Columbus that day. I mean, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be hectic. And... um Tell you what, it would be Buckeyes, quite the atmosphere to be a part of. That's for sure. Oh, uh, it, it, it's my first one in a long time. I mean, I haven't gone to a game in a few years. Obviously, last year didn't get to go any at all. Um, with COVID. I would say it's our first one going together, but we're not going together. I mean, it technically is though. Like we're in the same. We're spot going together just. At the same time, we're going to you know? be sitting like um, opposite ends. Of the very stadium, very far apart. Cool. How, however, I'll wave to you. I'll wave to you. I'll look for it. I mean, I got I got the new iPhone 13 Pro Max. No no sponsorship with Apple yet. You know, maybe someday. Uh, camera range is pretty good. I'll, I'll get on there and, and <laughs> right. see what I can find. All um, right. Sounds good. But in what, six weeks, you and I will be going to a game together where we will be sitting next to each other, where we will be celebrating the whole time. And hopefully at the end of the night, we're celebrating a national championship. But Throwing confetti we at each other. Yeah. and Yeah. Before we get to that point, we got to get through this game. And uh, so with this episode, I mean, we're going straight preview. Our thoughts, you know, we looked at the stats. We looked at the analytics. We looked at this and we looked at that. Um, I think we've come up with a pretty good preview, pretty good. Uh, how does Ohio State win? And, uh, man, like this is Purdue was like. Step one, it, it after, after we got through Nebraska, it became a six-game process to, to be national champs. Right. Got through Purdue. A lot a lot better than what I thought. We kind of talked about that last episode. If you want to go check that out, you know, shameless plug real quick of about previous episodes. Um, but as we go forward, you have that team of North State, number seven. I don't see that team of North losing this week. So they're going to be a top six matchup matchup for us next week. Who who do they play this week? Maryland. Oh, yeah. Um, Wisconsin is playing lights out. Wisconsin keeps winning. Right. That's a that's a top twelve matchup maybe. And then you got probably playoffs. So this is step two of of a six in a row to win national championship. We will be deserving after we get through these these few games. And uh, dude, I mean. Thinking about it all week long, and as as I'm preparing myself, like being at the game, there's just that thought of like, if they lose, how mad am I going to be afterwards? Oh, you're you're extremely mad. It's do or die time this week, next week, mm-hmm. Big Ten championship. It's do or die. We win yep. them all, or we're out, and it's done. Yep. I mean, we'd still probably make a New Year's six with a loss, but. That's not what we're going for. No, we're the the Ohio State Buckeyes. We don't settle for the, the New Year's Six Bowl games. We settle for playoff games and national championship games. And with the offense that we have, like it would be really disappointing to not get there. Ryan Day's in year three, uh, you know, and technically two and a half. I mean, can you even count last year? It's hard to, but with with the strides we made against getting past Clemson, uh, this is the year to do it. And this is where it starts right here. It's going right. out there, yeah. beat Michigan State. 
Yeah, and you look at it this week and next week. I mean, both teams, you know, Michigan State wins. You know, they're going, let's see what, Michigan. They beat so, Michigan. So, Michigan State wins. They're going to the Big Ten Championship. Uh, unless they lose. Uh, Essentially. Unless, so, so here, here's a scenario in the Big Ten East. Um, obviously, if Ohio State beats Michigan State, they are in even with a loss to Michigan. Right. No. Uh, Michigan would be in over us because – no, okay, hold on. If we beat Michigan State, we are in – Gosh, I don't know how that would work. If we if we beat Michigan State, and we lose to Michigan. Michigan would have Michigan State would have the win over Michigan. Ohio State would have the win over Michigan State, and Michigan would have the win over Ohio State. So it's like a three way tiebreaker, and I don't know how you break that tie. Right. Yeah. So um, it's almost do or die after that. Um, however, if Michigan State does beat Ohio State, and Michigan beats Ohio State, and Michigan State loses to Penn State, then Michigan State or Michigan would be in if Michigan state beats Ohio state and we beat Michigan, Michigan state's in. So this is very similar. It can get confusing with some chaos. It can. And you know what this is oddly similar to? 2014, we won national championship, right? Very next year, that team, I mean, that loaded stack team plays one loss, Michigan state who had lost a conference game to Nebraska few weeks earlier, we lose that game on a last-second field goal in Columbus. It was a rainy day. I remember watching on TV. Um, I actually just talked about this in my uh, group meeting tonight with it for a class. Somebody said something about it and brought yeah. up that game. And and the next week, I mean, we, we destroy Michigan. But Michigan State doesn't lose Penn State. They're in the Big Ten Championship. And eventually they make it to the playoff, you know? Right. It's very possible that that's the same scenario that happened Saturday. What Buckeyes yeah. team shows up? The Buckeyes versus Oregon or the Buckeyes versus Indiana? The Buckeyes versus Nebraska or the Buckeyes versus Purdue? Which team yeah. shows up? And I think we're going to get into that. Yeah. And that's, that's I mean, essentially, without going deeper into it, that's going to determine if we win or we lose. Is which one of those teams shows up. Um, We've all got one loss at this point. So, uh-huh. I mean, losing, we're done. Yep. You know, win and, you know. Survive either. in advance. You know what they say. Survive in advance. Right. And, and I, the only thing about the fourteen playoff that that makes it enjoyable is sometimes conference championship games; those are quarterfinal games, you know. Sometimes right. it comes down to Michigan, Ohio State, winner gets to go on Big Ten championship win sure. and in advance. Like these games almost become quarterfinal knockout, you know, surviving advanced games. That's the only thing with the fourteen playoff that really like makes it like okay, like it's do or die. Like we said, it's do or die right here. Um, and nonetheless, I'm excited for it. I mean, this is the first time I'll ever be at a top 10 matchup. Um, it's the first time I think I'm ever going to a rank first rank game. Really? Uh, I mean, it is, this is the biggest game I have ever gone to. This is the biggest game. Even like I've gone to a few Steelers games and stuff. This is the biggest game with implications for what my team has going forward for them. So, yeah, I, re- I really hope the atmosphere is there for this one. So, I mean, you know, I was at the Oregon game. You know, obviously, we ended up losing. Um, I went to the Penn State game a couple years ago. 
I can't even remember. I was in the student section, but I was up at the top. I can't even remember the atmosphere of that one. I, but I mean, I, truly, I expect this one to be throughout the game. Yeah. I truly believe the atmosphere is going to be rocking. I mean, it is It is that it's senior day. I mean, I texted you earlier, man, and you said you got me crying yeah. at work. Right. This, this is most likely the last chance we ever see Garrett Wilson at home, Chris Olave at home, Haskell Garrett at home. Um, even guys like Master Teague. Is Teague an all-star by any means? No. But he's a bug I threw and through, man, and you appreciate those type of guys. Zach Jeremy Harrison. Rucker. Rucker. Harrison. I mean, how many of our own linemen? You know, we right. we, we are an experienced team. We're, we're very young, and we see with JSN and Henderson and Stroud and all those guys. But it's also the last time we see some of those guys have done a lot of really good things for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Last time they ever get at home. You don't go out with a loss, you know? Yeah, no. Um, so let's let's begin it. Let's dive into it. Um, we got the we got the the original, the initial, you know, out of the way, 12 o'clock in Columbus, um ABC, nine and one Michigan State at nine and one Ohio State. Does it get any better than that? No. I mean It'd be better if we were undefeated, but I know it would be everything we want. It'd be better if they didn't lose to Purdue and we right. they were undefeated and we and yeah we that played. would be good. Um, so where do you want to dive in here? I've what right. I've got for this. I've got team comparison. I've got player comparison. Okay, so kind of breaking it down by the numbers. You probably have a little bit more stats in front of me when I have a little bit more like main ideas. So let's okay. let's start with: Is the Ohio defense good enough? What does Michigan State do? best okay so our defense compared to theirs we allow 75 yards less per game okay um let's see offensively we average another 100 yards over them so i mean they're you know 175 yards right there Mm -hmm. we we average our we score 12 12 points more than them per game yeah they we average deadly offense Right. We right and and to touch more on that, we average um our wins um by 26. Mm-hmm. Theirs are by 12. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we we beat we're, teams we blow them out. Right. We're putting up you know we're doing more. Yep. We're holding holding the other teams to less. We're doing more. We're scoring more points. It just got to keep up with that. Yeah. And and so when I when I ask you like what does Michigan State do best offensively? Well, they have that big man up of the middle, uh, Kenneth Walker the third. You know, Heisman front runner in some books. You know, second guy right now. I mean, he has a game of his life. He can win the Heisman right here. Yeah. But what does Ohio State Ohio State defense do best? Not a lot, but <laughs> if we were to do something best, it, it is what? Oh man, it's stopping the run. I mean, it's, it- that's. That's where we are. That's where we are at the initial days. level. Yes, at the initial level, we hold linebackers are getting there. Yes, they're getting better. I mean, Steel Chambers looks better and better every single right. week. And uh, if we hold Kenneth Walker to less than 125 yards, it's a win. And that's where it starts with holding him to less than 125 yards. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I think obviously that's going to be our our number one mm-hmm. goal. Is to is to control him and 
forced Michigan State's quarterback to beat us with his arm. Now, <laughs> have we allowed some guys to look like Heisman guys with their arm? Absolutely. But this is the game where things are buckled up. You're calling your best defense. You get those crucial stops, and it comes down to stopping Kenneth Walker, slowing him down at least. If he has a five-touchdown performance like he did versus Michigan, I mean, the only way we're winning if the final score is 63 to 50, you know? something. Right. I mean, something crazy, crazy, crazy like that. Um, defensively, we haven't really faced a good offense since Oregon. Until Purdue last week. And we talked about it. Like, Purdue put up points. They put up yards. But it was after we were up 28-7. At that point, you're playing a safer defense. You know, they're going to get yards. But I wasn't, like, overly, like, disappointed with our defense. And I haven't been disappointed. Yeah, I wasn't either. Yeah, and I haven't been disappointed with our – I mean, I'm disappointed with some of the – like, the Nebraska game. I mean, we let let, um, let them light us up a little bit. But – it has improved. It has improved a lot. And what it comes down to the most is Ohio State's offense is really good. I mean, like, really, really good. Like, best in the country good. Best in the country good. Like, receiver-wise, you have three of the top five receivers in the country. Easily. Um, Maybe three of the top four, you know. I mean, we are, we are loaded. Travion Henderson – that man is going to win Heisman someday. I, probably not this year. He's a freshman. You know, Stroud's getting all the attention. And the next right. and he years, hasn't gotten the ball enough. You know, yeah. those games where he's got eight carries, nine carries, it's just it's not yep. enough production. And the next two years, Travion Henderson will win Heisman because he is that good and that explosive. And uh, I mean, I, I just don't see them stopping us because their pass defense is weak. It's very, very weak. Now, do they have they have good D linemen, good linebackers that can get some pressure on Stroud? Sure. I don't think Stroud is as good when he's got pressure in his face. Um, you know, I listen to sure, the Menace, and nobody Menace Society podcast, and Zach Smith is big on the analytics. And he talks about how guys like Joe Burrow, guys like Mac Jones, those those two with their offense that they had the last, you know, those last two years of kind of the two of the most explosive offenses in college football history what they were able to do when people teams were blitzing their um, percentage went up because when you have guys blitzing, you obviously have less guys covering. Less so coverage, able to, right. Yeah. They're able to make those quick reads, get the ball out, find the open guy and almost like, please blitz us. Give us, you know, one less guy cover in the back in the, sure. um, and, and we'll, we'll pick it apart. Stroud doesn't do that. Not yet. Maybe next year, but he doesn't do that yet. So if they get some pressure on us, Stroud makes some mistakes, you know, our offense, you know, flutters out a little bit. He throws a pick or two, you know, that's, that's how we're in for a long game. And if they're controlling what they want on offensively, you know, running down our throats, that's when it becomes a long game. If we get the stops that we should get and that we can get and Stroud doesn't make those mistakes and he picks apart that weak defensive backfield that they have, you know, they, they do give up quite a bit of yards, passing yards. You talk about the, the numbers with JSN, Olave, and Garrett Wilson. It's not like we're playing with three scrubs. I mean, we're playing, like we said, with three of the top five dudes in the nation. Those guys are going to get open. But Stroud cannot. take for you. What? Got a hot take for you. Hold on one sec. Stroud cannot overthrow Olave and Wilson like he did in Oregon. You have one or two, not four or five, because the moment that happens, 
it's a dogfight that we don't need to have. No, you're right. And, and that's two months ago. That's not going to happen now. Absolutely. He, he's Trout is 10 times better. better than he was he, against yes, Oregon. Absolutely. But we're also not playing a team as good since Oregon. What's your hot take? It's arguable. My hot take, Stroud goes 400-plus. All three of our guys get go over 100. I don't think that's that hot. I think with how weak their secondary is. Um, it, you're right. It's not. Yeah. But, but no. Michigan State's defense. Produced quarterback threw for 536 yards. Mm-hmm. Cade McNamara threw for 383. Talia Tagovailoa threw for 350. Mm-hmm. That that's their weakness. I mean, yeah. you've hit on it. You know, I've got it in my notes. The the pass D for Michigan State, that's their weakness, and we've got to hit on that. Mm-hmm. We've got to tone in, and it, and it sucks because I'd love to just turn Travion loose, but we have got to you know go in on that, and you know. If we can um, throw the ball, Stroud goes off. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna cover. Yeah. Oh, well, that'd be nice. Nineteen point spread. We're gonna cover it. So, so we you talk about like first. Kenneth Walker. Like this could be Kenneth Walker's Heisman moment. You know, if CJ Stroud goes for four hundred plus, four touchdowns, one Olave, one Wilson, one CJ, or uh, JSN, and one to uh, Kate Stover, you know, Rucker, or, or your boy Stover. Uh, <laughs> You know, that could be his Heisman moment. This could sure. be the game that really elevates him to that top spot, and it's his to lose and versus Michigan versus Big Ten West champion, you know? Um, and it just, again, I mean, it all comes down to Ohio State's offense. It's just really, really, really good. All right. Uh, you, you keep talking, Kenneth Walker. Let me throw some stats at you. Okay. And I think they're going to kind of be eye-opening because, you know, all you hear from him is he's so great and run over anybody and whatnot. Kenneth Walker has touched the ball 239 times this year. That's a lot. Trayvon Henderson has touched the ball 157 times. That's not a lot. 82 more. You know how many more touchdowns he has? He's probably got less or one more. He has one more touchdown than Trayvon mm-hmm. Henderson. Kenneth Walker averages six and a half yards a carry. Trayvon Henderson, 7.34. I don't think what I don't think anybody's denying how great uh um no Travion, how great Travion is and the, the, Heisman, not, no. the Heisman talk with with Kenneth, Kenneth Walker is he's that transfer that came into Michigan State and has immediately made that team better. Right. And it's and, because he's touching the ball 30 times a game. Right. But the so the year Derrick Henry won it, um whatever year it was, Derrick Henry and Zeke we're on pace, like to have the exact same records that that year. Um, not records, statistics that year, carries, yards per game, you know, touchdowns, all that. When it came down to Auburn and the SEC championship game, guess how many times Derrick Henry touched the ball each game? How many? It was close to like 40. He had almost right. 40 carries in both those games back to back. He's rushing for 300 yards because he's touching it 40 times and he's got three or four touchdowns. And guess right. what that did to his Heisman candidacy? It absolutely right. skyrocketed. And part of it is, yeah, do people do these people look at the stats more or the games more? And some of these guys, we know that they look at statistics more. I mean, it's the same with the rankings. How could you say that Oregon versus Ohio State, the head-to-head matters, that they're that close? They're not that close anymore. Ohio State is 10 times better than Oregon than we were when we played Oregon the first time. Oregon hasn't increased 10 times like we have. But Michigan, Michigan State, you can put Michigan ahead for Michigan State 
even though Michigan State beat them because you're saying Michigan's that much better. Right. So they're not looking at the the games. They're just they're pulling stats out of their butt sometimes. And that's what that Heisen talk is. And and I'm not saying that Kenneth Walker, the stats are all I think this is one where they are looking. I mean, he put Michigan State on his back versus Michigan. Right. They don't it, win that and game. And I'm not saying Walker. I'm not saying he's not good. Right. I'm, I'm not just saying, saying you're he's not, not as he he's not as efficient. Yeah. As you know, I would like somebody that's got their name so high in the Heisman conversation. He's not as efficient as I would like him to be. Right. So now, I mean, looking at his stats, you know, Rutgers, 29 carries, 233 yards. Michigan, 23 for 197. Mm-hmm. Purdue, 22 for 136. Mm-hmm. Maryland, 30 for 143. He, I mean, But he, it's because he's touching the ball 25, 30 times is because, you know, he's getting 150, 200 yards. Right. You know? You give Master Teague the ball that many times, he's going to put up the same numbers. You know? I, well, I, I don't know. But you give Travion Henderson the but ball. But if that you give time. Tra- Travion's going to put those numbers away out of the picture, right. I mean, he's going to blow by all that, right. is what I'm saying. No, I, I got you. Um, um, and and I get I Travion's think- a freshman. He's not getting the bulk, you know, as, as much work and whatnot. Right. But And that's why I do think that we will be able to shut them down and hold them to that hundred yards because we know that's what they're going to have to do to beat us. And we are the Ohio state university. They are going to have the best game plan to stop the best players. Sure. So we do that. We limit the mistakes on defense. Then yes, I could see us covering. I don't think we, first off, I don't think we need to cover in order to, I don't care about style points. We're playing top 10 teams. Now style points don't matter. A win's a win, you know? Do I want to be stressed out in the last minute hoping that we have to kick a field goal to tie us in an overtime? Absolutely not. Right. Do I want it to be? I mean, of course I want us to win by 45 points and not have to worry about the entire and just enjoy the game carefree, but that's not what's going to happen. Um, sure. So how do you think the game starts? Like just based on everything we've said, then how do you, how do you picture this game going? Man, I bet we both start with a touchdown opening drives. Oh man. And then I bet it slows down. Mm-hmm. Three and out here, three and out there. You know, I'm sure there'd be a turnover or two mixed in. Yep. But I mean, I mean, I do think that we'll slowly pull away. You know, whether you know, we get a field goal when they punt, you know, we get a touchdown, they get a field goal. You know, I mean, I'm I'm looking, you know, thirty points, you know, thirty one to twenty eight, or you know, or not thirty one twenty eight, but we'll have you know twenty eight. 31 points at halftime, and they'll have Ooh. 17. Gotcha. So, you know, halftime-wise, I think we're sitting 17-17 tied. I mean, I think that's – you're right. I don't I think, think their defense is good enough to hold us, hold I us don't down. Either, I mean, we put up 35 on – we put up 35 on Purdue. I mean, it was like that. I all and, – and you're right. We can explode at any time and, and take over like that. But I've also seen this versus Nebraska where we kind of stall out a little bit. You know, we get things going. We throw interception. We make mental mistakes. I think it's 17, 17 and a half. And I think in the second half, we do pull away. I'm thinking like 41, 28. Okay. So you're still, you're keeping it close. I am like, I, I'm going to give Michigan state a lot of credit because I said that we were going to destroy Oregon. I said, we were going to blow out Oregon and we didn't. I said, we were going to blow out Penn state and we didn't. I mean, that game was much closer than what I think we right. both envisioned it to be. I'm going to give Michigan State credit where credit's due. I think Michigan State is a very, very good team. I think okay. I'm really disappointed they lost to Purdue because I wanted them to be undefeated and us break their hearts first. 
but let's knock him out of the playoff picture. But let's, but they're gonna fight. I mean, they're they're gonna be good now. All right. Michigan next week when we put up a hundred on them, it doesn't matter what they score because they're not outscoring us. We're early seven and a half point favorites in that one, yes, by the way. I saw, I saw. Okay, so you're giving Michigan State credit. Let me give Ohio State some credit. So let me hit on this. When Kenneth Walker struggles, Michigan State struggles. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they played Nebraska overtime. Walker, nineteen carries, sixty-one yards. Indiana, 23 carries, 84 yards. They beat them by five. The Nebraska game is. That was week what? That was for them. It was That was their fourth game. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll kind of kick that one to the side because we struggle with Nebraska too. But I mean, they beat Indiana by five. A lot of teams struggle with Nebraska. Right. Everybody has. Yes. Yep. Um, but they beat Indiana by five. We beat Indiana by 47. Yeah. They beat Maryland by 19. We beat Maryland by 49. They beat Rutgers by 18. We beat Rutgers by 39. They lost to Purdue by 11. We beat them by 28. And, I mean, it honestly could have been a much, much more we wanted it to be. So, these similar games, I mean, you know, we're, we're beating them by 30 points in all these games. Right. At least. I, I And I'm with you. But, again... I said the same thing about Penn State and Oregon, and I, I'm not going to go in expecting to blow them out because then I'm going to be annoyed and disappointed and we don't. When, when I saw the, the opening spread, it, it you know, whatever I saw, it was 27, and I saw it, it was 21, now 19. Mm-hmm. I was like, how in the world? But now that I've dug into it a little bit, I understand it. Yeah. I'm going with it. Okay. Give me, you know – 52 to 31. All right. I hope so. I really hope so. Let's you go know, put up 52 points on them. Let's get that number two ranking after this week. I, I don't even like 31. That's a lot. I don't that think they're going to score that much. All right. 27. 52 27. How about that? You heard it here first. You heard it here first from the greatest preview show of them all. We're beating them by 25. Beating them by 25. Hey, I mean, this, we, we got a lot of work to do, I think, preview-wise. But going forward, these are going to get better, better, and better, like we always say around here. Um, I'm not, I don't want to cut it off yet. I want to go through some of these other games because this weekend is loaded with games. Um, we'll pick winners. We'll pick spreads a little bit and just kind of get a feel for just week 11. And, and, then, and then after this week is, like, one of my favorite weeks of, of the whole year because it's Thanksgiving. It's rivalry week. And does it get better than that? Than turkey, ham, potatoes, <laughs> Ohio State beating Michigan by a hundred, Iron Bowl. Does I mean does it get any better? It doesn't. This, this is this is what life's all about right here, right? So you ready to pick some games? Let's pick some. All right. Wake Forest, Clemson. Clemson's minus four and a half point favorite. Clemson. They picked it up a little bit the recent weeks. Wake Forest did lose a few weeks ago, so it's not like we have to root for Clemson. Who are you going with, though? I was surprised Wake Forest was still top 10 this week. Me too. Um, I thought Baylor would jump with the win over Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll go Wake Forest. I don't think Clemson can keep up. Yeah, I think Wake Forest is going to – I mean, they are putting up points, like their basketball games right now. Right. Can Clemson, I, and Clemson can't do that. I mean, Clemson might be able to stop them a little bit, but one or two stops, Clemson still can't score 42 points, you know? Right. Give me, I mean, give me Wake Forest by two touchdowns. 
this is a game that we at the beginning of the season thought was like could be the biggest game in this school's history. They've been, they've had a very poor season, but they finished you know this year with a win with a win here. And I mean, I, I know they still got one next week, but it's it's still something. Um, and they've done it before multiple times. Iowa State at Oklahoma, OU's favorite by three and a half. Cyclones, buddy, I'm going with you. Oklahoma's lost. Oklahoma's going to lose this game. Yep. Uh, Iowa State with the upset help. It's close. I mean, Iowa State by like a field goal, but uh, yeah, I bet it's close, dude. But, and it, yeah, I do have Iowa State. Like I said, so at the beginning of the year when we did our preview, we said that this was the biggest game in Iowa State history. Or maybe you said it was almost going to be until they play him again. Yeah, no, yeah, that was me. I said yeah. it's going to be their biggest game until they turn around and play him again in two weeks. Yep. And, and I mean, boy, were we wrong? We were very wrong. We were very wrong. Um, Don't worry. Georgia plays Charleston Southern this week. There's not I even say, a lot. Don't line. skip the big games, man. Yeah. Come on. Um, Florida State. Don't forget about, A&M plays Prairie View A&M. Oh, I know. Um, what a game. I know. I know. I, I, it's so hard to even find some of these good ones. Texas, West Virginia. Okay. Texas lost five games for the first time since like 1950 something. West Virginia is favored by three. West Virginia and they cover big. Ooh. Texas right. losing six in a row. Uh, did, uh, did their running back get hurt? Yes. He's out for the season. Okay. So give me West Virginia. That's yeah. what I thought. Give me West Virginia. Um, Georgia Tech, Notre Dame. Notre Dame by 17. Any chance at all, Georgia Tech. I mean, Notre Dame slowly creeping back up in that conversation. They're eight right now with some chaos that they're in, and I hate Notre Dame, so I'm rooting hard for Georgia Tech. Any chance that they can pull the upset? I mean, Notre Dame looks a lot different than they did at the beginning of the season when they were struggling with right. Florida State and Toledo and obviously lost to Cincinnati. Um, so they're, they're still ranked above the Big 12. Yes, um, they're eight. I mean, ahead of them is obviously the top four, Cincinnati, Michigan, Michigan State. I mean, I, I don't know how that changes come conference championship, but, I mean, if they can, you know, win big here, mm-hmm. I mean, it could help. Obviously, if we beat Michigan State, then Notre Dame's seven. If we beat Michigan, then they're up to six. Right. If Cincinnati loses, Oregon loses. Yeah, Cincinnati hiccups, yep. Yeah. So, uh but you got so do you got Notre Dame covering then? Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. Um, so don't worry. Alabama played New Mexico State last week. They usually do that the week before Auburn. Surprisingly, this year they didn't. They got twenty-one ranked Arkansas coming to Tuscaloosa. Alabama. This is very similar to our game, except Arkansas is ranked a little bit lower. Alabama was a twenty-one point favorite versus them. Any chance closer Arkansas not. pulls the upset? I I don't know about an upset, but. I think it's going to be closer in 21. I agree with you. I think they cover. I think Alabama struggles a little bit. And then don't worry. When they pull it out, it's a hard-fought victory, and they just grind it out a win. And oh Did you goodness. see the, the oh, man, ESPN's strength, remaining strength of schedule? Oh. Has Alabama ranked as the number one? Yes. And I saw We're that. number there's six? A, there's a little no on the bottom. I saw Or I saw something else that had a little no on the bottom because it had Alabama's strength record as like top four and, but it yeah, was based like, on where the teams were ranked when they played them. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding? So you're, you're, you're getting credit for the win versus Miami 15 Miami. Who's having the uh, awful year. Um, 
It is what it is. Speaking of Alabama, real quick, do you see what Jameson Williams said today? Yeah. It it kind of did it kind of upset it? me because I don't me I we did not say a bad thing about him as Ohio right. State as a whole. I haven't I mean, heard bad things about him. No, I mean of course there's this, this, this those are the same people that you know said things to EJ Liddell when um last year after after that game you know but those aren't Ohio State fans those aren't Buckeye fans those are just losers on the internet. Ohio State fans have done nothing but root for Jamison Williams. And and just the same as we did with Joe Burrow. Yeah. Do we claim him? Absolutely. He's an Ohio State guy. Were we happy for him? Sure. You know, right. Alabama-wise, I hope he doesn't win, but I hope he succeeds. So Yeah, no. I, it, it, it kinda, it, I, yeah. It upset me. It blew my mind that that's what he had to say. Yeah. All right. This – is I mean make or break for Cincinnati. They're playing SMU A and two SMU. At one point, this could have been a ten and no ten and no matchup. Um, Cincinnati's favored by eleven and a half. They have not covered in four weeks. Do they cover today or this said, Saturday? Uh, what was the spread? Eleven and a half. Probably no. I don't think so. You think they keep it close? Yeah, eight or ten. Okay, and that's just gonna hurt them more and more. I mean, it's right. gonna hurt them more and more. You know, I'm rooting for them. They need to win big. They're not. Yeah. Um, all right. Michigan, Maryland. Michigan's 15 point favorite on the road at Maryland. Any chance that Maryland pulls the upset, or is Michigan going to be 10 and 1 when we go play them at their place? Oh, of course, there's a chance, but I want Michigan to be 10 and 1. Yeah. I hate saying it, but I want them to be too because, like I said, there's a chance that if they beat us and Michigan State loses, they're in. So let's go just ruin their entire lives. You know, and if it gets down to it, if we beat Michigan State next week, you know, I do think it might come to the head-to-head winner versus Ohio State-Michigan gets in. Let's not even yeah. let it matter. Let's go kick the dog crap out of them right then and there. I'm ruined for them. I want them to, I want them to win by 45. No, I don't know about that much. No, give them they the five just win. No, give them the five. Have them jump Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, I yeah hope they that'd beat, be nice. I hope they beat Maryland by 70. I'm ruined for it. All right. All right, UVA versus Pitt. I don't know if Armstrong is still out. Pitt is favored by 14 and a half. If Pitt wins, they're in the ACC championship. Yeah, I would say they're probably going to win too. I don't think Armstrong would be enough. No, with the way Pickett's playing. Yeah. Um. Get, yeah, Pickett is... I did not like quarterbacks in this draft class originally. <clears throat> if Pickett's available at the end of the first round, you know, within one of our top 25 picks that the Steelers are going to have, um, like yeah, I know. Browns are taking Garrett Wilson at 20. Did you see that? No, it's the mock release today. Garrett Wilson in Cleveland at 20. I don't care. All right, UCLA, <laughs> USC, UCLA by three. I mean, I know it's not like something crazy, but it's a rivalry game. You know, I love rivalry games. Um, it's at USC. Who you got? Um, good. I'll take Chip Kelly. Yeah, give me the fine Chip Kelly's. Um, they cover. Hey, you skipped one. Let's let's backtrack a little. Oh, did I? Yeah, you got a three and seven Nebraska on the road at Camp Randall. No, I. I oh gosh, give me give me Wisconsin, but they don't cover. It's close. nine and a half. Nebraska's played every team tough. Every big team. Wisconsin keeps it rolling though. They're playing well, and and honestly, at this point, I hope that they they. I want to be top twelve when we play them. Yeah, yeah. Ne- Nebraska's Nebraska's off a of bye. Mm-hmm. They dropped their last four 
Yeah. By a total, I think it was 20 points. Yeah. They've lost by. And I mean, it's going to be a close game. Yeah. It's going to be a close game. It's only 12 bucks. Let's catch a plane. Let's go see it. After we're I mean, done whooping on Michigan State. As soon as we're done, we got to head on there and get on. Yeah. We'll, we'll be there by half. No, I think it'll be a good one. I mean, I don't know what happens if Nebraska wins that game. Does it, does that put Iowa? I think it puts on top Iowa, of the West. No, I think it puts it. What it ends up doing is winner of Minnesota, Wisconsin gets in. I think. Is that next I week? I think yeah, it's next week too. Gotcha. Um, I just had one. All right, I I have I have three more. But I don't remember exactly where I saw him now. Hey, let me go Baylor, Kansas State. Okay, Baylor, Kansas State. At Kansas State. Matchup predictors 55 to 44. Kansas, Kansas State City is favored by, by a point. Gosh. Give me Baylor. They're they're rolling with momentum. They're gonna get it done. Give me Deuce Vaughn in Kansas State. All right. Lock of the night. It'll be a good game. Nah, no, no lock. <laughs> okay. Um, no, the lock's Ohio State, bro. Okay, Logs, Ohio State. I like it. So I got one more before the the last marquee one. Oklahoma State, who is rolling too. I mean, if the, if any Big Twelve team has a chance to get in, it is them. They're at Texas Tech. Oklahoma State by ten is is the line. I go, yeah. I give it to them. Texas Tech pulled off a big upset last week, but give me Oklahoma State. I'm with Oklahoma you. State's a better team. Yeah, M- much much better. They they they're looking good. All right, <clears throat> the last one that has like major, major playoff implications. We've talked about this team a lot. I don't part know if one. I'm rooting for them. I don't know if I'm rooting against them. What'd you say? I said this is part one. Part one of what? Of the, of this matchup. Oh, yeah. It. Is. I mean, it very part well. Part two comes in two weeks. Very, 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 very well could be. Utah is favored by three at home. Seven thirty ABC against number three Oregon. And Utah, know. that's what? That's a that's a four thirty game. Uh, five thirty. Is it five thirty? They, I think I'm I'm ninety percent sure they are Mountain Standard Time. Okay. So, anyways, you're starting daylight. Mm-hmm. Either or, five thirty still kind of daylight. Gonna be but cold. Starting daylight, moving into the night. Yep. It's gonna be chilly. Man, it's gonna be cold. It might be snowy. Mm, Any nice. chance. Oh, I got 52 degrees. It's not going to be cold and snowy. Oh, well, it'll be cold by the time degrees. it's over. It'll be too cold by the time it's over. I don't know. It, it, oof, it's a good one. I don't know. Either or. I don't think Oregon beats them twice. Ooh, okay. So, so whether it's this one or the, so whether it's this one or the championship game, and I think this one's going to be harder to win because it's at Utah. Yeah. If they win both those, I mean, they don't lose next week, they're in. They, uh, I think right. they play, they play Oregon no, State next yeah, week right. in Civil War. So, I mean, it's it's setting up for Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, uh, Oregon. But some chaos. I mean, teams like Cincinnati, teams like Oklahoma State, teams like Notre Dame, they're knocking on the door. They might get in. Yep. Um. So, if, if you're picking, if you're, if you're rooting for, for chaos, you're rooting for one of those outsiders to get in, you're rooting for Utah this weekend, you know? You're rooting for Georgia Southern or Charleston Southern, whoever they are against Georgia. I mean, you want chaos happening. I don't know what I want personally. 
I want Ohio State, Oregon, but at the same time, too, I'd love to see Cincinnati get in. That's exactly want, what I'm thinking. I, I, I want that rematch. I want to beat them. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm an I Oregon mean, fan, but I want to beat them. Too. I don't care. So what if, like, I mean, this is this could be a cool scenario. Let's just say Alabama loses either this week, next week to Auburn, or to Georgia in the SEC championship. Georgia's they're not losing to Auburn. Bo Nix is hurt. They're, they're, I know. So, but just hypothetically, they lose one of those okay. three. They're, I think they're done. I really do think they're done with two losses. They should be. Georgia's in. Ohio State, Oregon's two and three. Cincinnati gets in at four. Cincinnati played. They're the last team to play Georgia good. You realize that? Cincinnati's yeah. the last team to give Georgia a, a tough, close matchup. And that was Peach Bowl last year. Okay. I think they can hold their own, make it competitive for a little bit. Georgia's going to end up winning that game. We get an Oregon rematch, and then we get Georgia the national championship. I mean, that's that's a great, great thing for us, I think. Yeah. So, but the great thing about college football is we still have this week. We still have next week. We still have the championship week. And then we have a few weeks off until playoff time, baby. There's still a lot of football left. So much football left. Still a lot I mean, more to enjoy. We are uh <clears throat> we are right in the thick of things right now. We are in we are in the prime time section of it, I like to say. Yeah, no, I, for us, absolutely. Yeah. It our playoffs started last week. Last week. I mean, I mean our playoffs our playoffs are week three, but well. You know what I'm saying. Our big games started yeah. last week. Like, like we passed said, all the cupcakes. Six in a row to end the season. Yep. So, you got anything else to say before we before we head off? I think we're good. I touched on everything I wanted to hit. Next week, I mean, we're doing big, big things. We got top 10 rivalry episode. We got Ohio State-Michigan preview. And, I mean, you know we're going to be talking about how crazy the shoe is going to be on Saturday. I mean, we'll let you know. You'll get goosebumps talk, hearing us talk about how electric it's going to be. It's going to be awesome, and I cannot wait at all. I can't either. And, I mean, this episode was good, Dylan. This episode was great. I mean, I, I think it's, like, top tier of what we've done. When it just comes to, like, football talk and, and getting, getting excited, getting hyped. But next week, those ones we're doing next week. They're going to be so good. Like, Ohio State season just gets better and better. <laughs> yes, sir.